Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome to this um, edition of the Prayer Experience. It is a joy to be able to do this. We had a blessed time on Saturday with Jane leading the prayer, and yesterday I was on with Dumebi. Uh, tomorrow I'll be back on with Paul, the, the ever-efficient prayer warrior himself. Uh, but today I'm alone, uh, but not alone because I've got all of you who are online with me praying and I've got the God Almighty as well with me. So it's going to be a great time of prayer, 20, 25 minutes. Uh, I believe God that heaven above our heads remain open. It may be in lockdown. There might be restrictions across the nations because of the pandemic and all of that. But I tell you, the gates of heaven are wide open to hear our prayer, to answer our cry. And the hand of God is not short that he can't save. His ears are not deaf that he cannot hear. We serve not just a God who hears prayers. We serve a God who also answers prayer. On that note, I welcome you to the prayer experience. Please connect with us on our Facebook page. We've got the Prayer Experience Community. It's a group, you can be part of it, it's free. Uh, and we're looking at a few things we'll be doing together as a group of intercessors. Uh, anybody anywhere from Indonesia to China to Hong Kong, you can be part of that, okay? So connect with us. Leave a comment if you can on the uh, comments page, even if you're watching this much, much later after the recording has finished. Please leave a comment because we still read it. And if there's a prayer request you want us to pray, we will pray along with you, okay? So having said that, we're gonna go straight into Thanksgiving. I just wanna remember this piece of good news that came in last week uh, as, as we go into the subject of Thanksgiving. Somebody has sent in a prayer request to pray for her mom who was diagnosed with a couple of things. And then a few days later, um, we got the good news. She, and she said, the lumps on my mom's face and arm are reducing. Doctor says she's doing well, praise God. Now that was a good news that came in on Wednesday last week. And it's those kind of things that cheer us up when we say, thank you, Lord, for not just hearing our prayers, but thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. What a great, great God that we serve, okay? And our Thanksgiving scripture today is taken from uh, Colossians chapter three and verse 15. It says, each one of you is part of the body of Christ and you were choosing to live together in peace. So let the peace that comes from Christ control your thought. And then it says, be grateful. Some other translation says, be thankful. Okay. Uh, I, I, I like that. Be grateful. It's so, it talks about an attitude. It's like an attitude. It's like a personal culture. As a Christian, let's develop that culture in 2021 of thanksgiving, 
of gratitude, of being thankful, appreciating not just God, but people in our lives. Appreciate your wife, appreciate your husband, appreciate your children. There's nothing wrong sometimes. Just look at your children and say to them, I thank God for you. I'm grateful for you. I mean, it doesn't matter if, you know, children being children, they do what children do. Just look at them and say, I appreciate you in my life. How much more God? It's a, every one of us, we're part of the body of Christ. It's a privilege to be a Christian. It's a blessing to be a Christian. It's not a given. And so let's go into Thanksgiving on this wonderful Monday and just say, thank you, Lord that I am a member of the body of Christ. I bless you, Father, in Jesus' name. Father God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you that we are members of your body, the body of Christ. We are members of the church. We are partakers of the church, the body of Christ worldwide. And we are one. And we are grateful that we are part of the, 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 the body of Christ and the family of people that know you and have a relationship with you and have fellowship with you. And we thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit, Thank you for the ministry of angels. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for open heavens. Thank you. The world might be in darkness, but we are in the light and we walk in the light and we live in the light and we understand the light. We thank you for these things. We glorify your name. We want to be thankful for people in our lives, our children, our grandchildren, our parents and grandparents, our family members, our spouses, people in our lives that really matter to us. We thank you for them. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Like I always say, it's it's important that you pray with us. Connect with us as we pray this prayer. Don't just watch. Don't just listen. Pray along with us. We're giving thanks. Give thanks with us. And wherever you are, in your kitchen, living room, outdoor, indoor, out and about, whatever it is you're doing, let's give thanks to the Lord and let's pray together to the Lord this afternoon. But before we go into the nitty gritty of prayer, I want us to look briefly at the word. And this is a word that has been ringing in my heart for a couple of days now. You know, more especially, I think towards the end of last year, I got a copy of Pastor Paul Hallam's book, The Red Code. I mean, you need to go to the Lighthouse uh, Church Manchester webpage or, or search for them on Facebook, and, and you can find a link uh, to Pastor Paul Hallam's book, The Red Code. I even spoke with Pastor Paul Hallam. I said, I need you on the Daily Talks uh, uh, media uh, interview page. And he says, I'll come. So we're looking at dates when we'll bring Pastor Paul Hallam on Daily Talks Media, and we will discuss the Red Code. The Red Code is about what is happening in our world today. What is going on with all of this pandemic, with all of this, you know, uh, lockdown, with all of this situation you see in the in, in the United States, in the United Kingdom, in Europe, Brexit, no Brexit, all of those things, in the light of God's word, the red code really analyzes and brings you to par with what God has said years ago 
and what he's doing today. And by the way, he hasn't given me a penny to promote his book. I just love the book. I love the truth. And that's why I'm sharing that with you. And in Luke chapter 17, uh, verse 26 to 27, it says, when the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. Okay, and he said, in those days, people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered into his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. That was so sad because for 120 years, one, two, zero, 120 years, Noah was preaching. The Bible referred to him as the preacher of righteousness. He was preaching. He was warning people. He was telling people, there is a flood coming. There is a flood coming. God has asked me to build a boat. Get into the boat. Come along with me. Save yourself. Save your children. Save your family. Guess what? Nobody listened to him. Nobody paid attention to Noah except seven members of his family. Together with Noah, eight of them, when the boat was completed, they got into the boat, God shut the door, and then the rain fell, and people suddenly realized, wow, what Noah was saying was the truth, but it was too late. It was too late. Listen, I, 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 I want us, this is Jesus saying, this is not just the Old Testament. This is Jesus telling us in the New Testament that when the Son of Man is going to come, it will be the same as the days of Noah. And you know, we've got to warn our world. We've got to speak. If you've got a spouse, you've got a husband, you've got a wife that is not yet saved, that doesn't know Jesus yet. You gotta reach out to them, you gotta pray for them. And this is what the prayer experience is all about. We are praying, we are asking God, will you touch the hearts of men in our generation so it won't be like the days of Noah, so that people will not be destroyed when Jesus comes and, and, and the door of salvation is shut. Right now, the door of salvation is open, but it will not be open forever. It will not be open forever. It's only open while the days of grace and mercy is available. The Bible says God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Hallelujah. And, and, and I just want to, let's have a moment of reflection and say, God, I want to play my role. I want to play my role. I want to be the Noah in my generation. I want to be the voice in my generation. I want to be the preacher of righteousness in my generation, in my city, whether it's in Pakistan, whether it's in Nigeria, whether it's in Europe, whether it's the United Kingdom, wherever you are, you are the preacher of righteousness in your family, in your neighborhood, in your community. You are the preacher of righteousness. I, I, I want us to just pray, have a moment of reflection and say, God, I make myself available. Here am I, Lord. Use me. Some of us, God will use you through the print media. Some of us, God will use you online. Some of us will be used on the streets, in our family. There are some of us that God will use us on the world stage. And some of us might just be on the local stage. It doesn't matter. Heaven rejoices over one sinner 
that comes to salvation over one sinner. If through you, one person comes to know the Lord, wow, that is one person in the boat. Let's get as many people in the boat of salvation as we can in Jesus' name. And that's going to lead us straight into praying for the nations. We have across our world today, name it, Hong Kong, Japan, China, all over Africa. We have multitudes, millions of people that are not yet saved. And look at what Apostle Paul says in the book of uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 15, writing to his protege, Timothy. Apostle Paul says, this is trustworthy saying, worthy of all of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to do what? He says to save sinners. Wow. Sinners in Uganda, sinners in South Africa, sinners in Argentina. Jesus came into the world to save sinners. I want us to pray that as the gospel goes out, Lord, let them respond. Let there be repentance in the hearts of men and women, in my family, in my community, in my nation, in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray with me wherever you are. If you know anybody in your life that is not yet saved, in your workplace, those are, those are your colleagues that, that are not yet saved. Just mention their name right now in the privacy of your home or wherever you are privately. Just mention their name and say, God, you came to save such and such. You came so that such and such person might be saved. We don't want them destroyed. We know Jesus Christ is coming back again. And he's coming back again, not as the lamb that was slain on the cross. He's coming back again as the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's coming back again to judge the world. He's coming back again to rule and to reign together with his saints. Oh God, we want to pray that people will hear the good news and respond to the good news and they will repent in their heart. We are asking that the God of this world, his hold over their minds, his blindness, his blindness over their hearts will be broken in the name of Jesus. The blindness over our spouses that are not yet saved, a husband not yet saved, a wife not yet saved, a son, a child not yet saved. We break the blindness of the enemy. We destroy the hold of the enemy over their lives. Over Manchester, over Preston, over Chorley, over Lancashire, over Lancaster, over Blackpool, over all of the northwest of England. We pray in the name of Jesus, men and women, even in this time of national lockdown, we'll begin to seek the Lord in their heart. We'll begin to cry out to God. Let the light penetrate those, those people that are in isolation. Let the light penetrate their heart. What we really need is Jesus. What we really need is salvation. What we really need is redemption. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want to believe that whoever is leading us 
on the prayer experience this week, they will make this prayer, the very first prayer we pray all through this week, repentance, that people will repent and turn from their evil ways. Okay, yes, we've got to go out, we've got to preach, but I'll tell you before we, we can really see, you can preach a million sermons, it takes prayer to unlock the hearts of people. And then when we minister to people, because the heart has been softened, they will respond. It takes prayer and evangelism to save our world and to reach our world. We've got to combine both together. And I want you to join me and let's pray through this week that more people will come to know the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Secondly, I want us to pray that the Lord will have mercy upon our world. People are really struggling. People are really suffering. You know, I don't follow too much of the news these days, but you see, anytime I glance at the news, whether the figures are accurate or not, that's not the issue. The, the issue is there are people losing loved ones. There are people whose moms are passing away, children are passing away across our world uh, because of this pandemic. Last week in the United States, we had the trouble uh, at the Capitol. Five people so far have lost their lives. That's not to talk about people who have lost their lives because of pandemic, because of all kinds of things. There are people who have also lost their lives because of uh, mental issues, dealing with the lockdown. Uh, uh, we we want to pray, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Look at this scripture. It says, but the needy will not be ignored forever. The hopes of the poor will not always be crushed. Lord, you said you will not ignore the needy in our world, people who need help, people who need hope, people who need healing, people who need deliverance, people who need rescue, people who need light at the end of the tunnel. Father, you said you will not ignore them. Come on, wherever you are, intercessors, pray mercy upon our world in France, in Italy, in Sweden, in Switzerland, in Norway, in Finland. We pray that God will have mercy upon our world. It doesn't matter whether these people are Christians or not. They are God's creation. God made them. And God says he will have mercy. Upon whom he will have mercy upon. He will have compassion. Upon whom he will have compassion. Uh, maybe as God intervenes. Maybe as God touches their heart and touches their life, they will reach out to the Lord and find him. Maybe as they see the mercy of God, they will turn to him. They will turn away from their wickedness. They will turn away from their unrighteousness. We plead mercy over Africa, over Tunisia, over Algeria, over Ghana, over Nigeria, over South Africa, over Kenya, over Uganda, Zimbabwe, all the nations of Africa, we pray, Middle East, uh, over Pakistan, Bangladesh, as far, oh God, as Hong Kong and, 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 and China. We pray across our world that you will have mercy. Turn things around in the name of Jesus. Remember the United Kingdom as well in that prayer. Father, have mercy upon the United Kingdom. We pray for Boris Johnson. We pray for all the people in cabinet, number 10, Downing Street. We pray that they will do the right thing. They will know what to do, and they will do the right thing. We pray for our nation, oh God. Stop the carnage of the enemy. Stop this destruction by the enemy. Stop this plague. Stop 
stop this infirmity. Stop whatever it is, oh God, bringing darkness over the land, over nations, over homes, over families, and let your light shine. In the mighty name of Jesus, say with me a really powerful amen wherever you are. We want to agree together that light will begin to shine. And, and having said that, there's real darkness at the minute over Indonesia, real darkness over the nation of Indonesia. Uh, some of you will know yesterday we prayed for people who lost loved ones in that awful, awful incident where there was a, a plane crash. You know, I saw one or two of the pictures and it really broke my heart. You know, children were involved, babies were involved. That is not, that is not my God. That is not my God. That, that is the world. The earth is cursed. The earth is cursed. But when we pray, we bring blessing. We, 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 we blessing. When we pray, the blessing of God can overturn the curse in nations, in communities, in families. You know, the Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs upon the tree. When Jesus died, he took on the curse that came upon the earth as a result of Adam and Eve's disobedience. But you see, it takes us praying, it takes us connecting to draw upon that blessing blessing. What is blessing? Blessing is the power of God to overturn everything negative and evil. And we just want to pray for people who have lost loved ones in Indonesia, that that whole nation, God will comfort them. Look at that scripture in Psalm 34, verse 18. It said, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Can we pray the blessing of God's comfort over the nation of Indonesia, wherever you are, pray with me right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just we just want to pray for Indonesia. We pray for that whole nation. We pray for parents who have lost loved ones, children who have lost parents. We want to pray for families that are broken and crushed at the minute. Comfort them. Comfort them. Comfort them. In their darkness, let your light shine over that nation. In their darkness, if there's anything, God, let righteousness be burned, be, 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 come out of this situation in the name of Jesus. Let light come out of this darkness. Let hope come out of this hopelessness in the name of Jesus. And let people reach out to you, oh God, in their distress, in their pain. Let people reach out to you, the one and only true God. Let them turn their back on religion and turn to reality and turn to you, O oh God. Let the gospel be, 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 gain access into the hearts of men and women, that God is a God of love, even in this time of difficulty, that somehow what the enemy meant for evil, Lord, you will turn it around for good. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Continue to pray for um, the people of Indonesia. Continue to lift them up in prayer before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Where are we now? I want us to pray uh, for the church. The church. I want to pray for the church. Boldness. You know, in all of these, 
it takes the preaching of the gospel. We need people who are going to be bold in the knockdown, in the restriction, in the COVID season, in the pandemic season, in the election crisis in America. We need the church to take its eyes of what's happening in our world and focus on our mission, which is the preaching of the gospel. Okay, and look at what Ephesians chapter 6, verse 19, B and 20 says. This is Apostle Paul says, He said, Pray for me that I will boldly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an, I am an ambassador in chains. In other words, Apostle Paul is saying, I'm in prison right now, but I'm not taking my eyes off the ball. My mission is to preach the gospel. My goal, whether I'm in prison or out of prison, is to preach the gospel. That's my mission. And I want us to pray for the church that in this time, in this season, in 2021, we will not be overtaken by politics and economics and all these and that. We will focus on the preaching of the gospel. Men and women need to come to know the Lord. These are the end times. We're living in the last days. Pray with me. Pray for the church. Boldness and courage to preach the word, to speak the word in every circumstance, in every situation, in Manchester, in Liverpool, in London, in Birmingham, in Blackpool, in Preston, in Chorley, in Wigan, in West Houghton, all over England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, across our world. Pray for your nation, whichever nation you're from. Pray for your nation, pray for your city, pray for the church in that city, that the church will be full of courage and boldness in the preaching of the word. We pray, oh God, in Jesus' name, grant us boldness to speak to people in our workplaces, to speak to people in our families. Grant us boldness, courage. Apostle Paul, he was in prison, yet he was an ambassador. He was an ambassador. He kept speaking the word. He kept preaching the word. He said, the word of God might be bound. Uh, I mean, I might be bound, but the word of God is not bound. Father God, we might be in lockdown, but the word of God is not in lockdown. The word of God cannot be restricted. We pray that for the church in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly, as we finish up, my time is running out. As we finish up, uh, finish up. I want us quickly to pray over the, this baby. You know, the Bible says uh, the, that, that the Lord will give strength to his people. He will bless his people with peace. The word peace means nothing missing, nothing broken. It means completeness. It means wholeness. It means healing. Okay, God will bless his people with peace. And I want us to pray wholeness and completeness. Over this 22 weeks old baby that we got that request yesterday, a 22 weeks old baby in the womb, still in the womb, unborn baby, okay? Diagnosed with spina bifida. And uh, it's a condition that affects the spine. It could be lower, sometimes it could be higher, and it, could, it can affect many things when the baby is born, mobility and things like that. But I want us to pray, <laughs> the God of all peace, the God of healing, the God of deliverance. This baby has been referred to specialists at the Great Ormond Hospital, but I want us to pray. God can change 
things around for this 22 weeks old baby that is unborn, still in the womb. Pray with me wherever you are. If you're listening on audio podcast, pray with me right now. Father, we pray for this baby with this condition, the spina bifida, in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of infirmity in that body. Every uh, diagnosis, every infirmity, we rebuke in the name of Jesus. King Hezekiah was dying of an incurable illness and God, you turned it around and you granted him more years to live. Will you grant mercy on this baby and the mother of this baby in the name of Jesus and the family as they cry out to you, as they reach out to you, will you intervene? We ask for a divine intervention. If you will use the doctors, use the doctors. If you want to do it straight, direct, Lord, do it. Do it your own way, God. But, but, but we ask for a miracle. We ask for a miracle. We ask for a miracle in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Quickly, pray with me. There's a woman that's got an operation today. She's got a vascular surgical operation today. And um, last week she was diagnosed with COVID, but, but in the prayer, God answered that prayer and the COVID test came out as negative, but pray for her. She has a surgery today. Pray healing, deliverance, and that surgery will go well. Father, we pray for this woman. She's um, 61 years of age. We pray that you will bring her through this surgery today. We ask that the angels will, will be there, will be present in that theater with the doctors. You will guide them. We pray the great physician himself, Jesus Christ, will be present. And we ask for miracle recovery post-surgery in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One more prayer before we go. A woman aged 56 years old has cancer on the spine. We bind that spirit of infirmity. It says, um, uh, 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 you know, she's in a state of, of coma at the minute, and they've, they've put, put her there deliberately to aid her recovery, okay? And we want to pray, and she's got that, that whole COVID thing that people talk about, but we want to rebuke COVID. We want to rebuke cancer in the life of this 56-year-old woman. Pray with me. I know we've got one or two minutes above our time, but pray with me. God wants this woman healed and cured. Father, we stand together with our intercessors in prayer of faith, united prayer, agreement prayer. Lord, in the name of Jesus, one which is a thousand and two which is ten thousand, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will deliver this woman, you will rescue her, you will bring her through this. There's no name that is greater than the name of Jesus. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, even cancer will bow. COVID will bow. Every infirmity, whatever it is, will bow to the name of Jesus. Have mercy, O oh God, and intervene on behalf of all of these people in Jesus' name. And if there's anybody right now under the sound of my voice and those listening later or watching later who have one need or the other in the area of infirmity and sickness, either in themselves or in their family members, 
we pray Jehovah, the Lord, our healer, will step into those situations and bring complete and perfect healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give thanks to God for answered prayers. Lord, we thank you for answered prayers. Thank you because you hear us each time we pray. You're a good God. You're a good Father. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. These prayers are sealed with the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. Thank you all for praying with me on this wonderful day. Please, please, please. You see those prayer requests? If you want to take them with you throughout the day and tomorrow, just spend time and just pray. If you remember 10 minutes, just pray. Five minutes, just pray. Lift them up before the Lord. We want to have a testimony on each of these ones in the mighty name of Jesus. And those of you who have joined us from across the world, we really appreciate you from all of those nations. Remember to subscribe to our audio podcast. It's completely free. You don't have to pay a penny to that. More and more people are joining that. If you miss the video broadcast, you can just connect on Spotify, on Google, on Android, listen to the prayer, or you just want to pray at home alone in the night. You don't want to disturb anybody. Just put a headphone on and pray quietly with us. That is still acceptable. That's why we're doing the podcast is because of you. We want to see prayer going on from all over the world in the name of Jesus. Thank you. I'm going to be back tomorrow with, with Paul himself. Looking forward to an amazing time. God bless you all. I am